Hello there, this is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Welcome to the Sith List. And here we go. We would be honored if you would join us. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. I know this is hard for you, but winter is coming. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. You clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am the danger. Avengers! Assemble. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Who's scruffy looking? Less. I wanna buckle up, baby. Smash you, King Kong. Hey guys, you ever see that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? And of course, Randy. Change? Yeah. Big change. They got your weekend feet covered. And you, you're on the set list. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 380 of The Sithless. I am one of your five hosts tonight. We added one recently. Roger Lashai. And with me, the young, the restless, the bearded one, the man who is back. Carlos. Boo Arguello. What's up, Boo? Nothing, nothing. Just glad to be back. Glad you're back. And the man that I call the king of all pods. Everybody else calls him the king of all toms. Mr. Tom Chansky. What's up, buddy? I'm glad to have Boo back because I have that buffer again. Yes, it doesn't go straight to you. <laughs> Timing's back. We're going to have a good show. Speaking of good shows, he always has one. Mr. Randy LaJudice. What's up, buddy? May all the bad things in the world happen to you and only you. And we call El Hombre. Eric Struthers. What's up, buddy? I'm not coming out of my trailer until I see the video. This is crap. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay, hey, I, was about to, I was about to put it on, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. It's awesome to be here. Boo. Yes. Like, so still. <laughs> it was, was weird. Because the music kept playing, like the music finished, the intro music. So I was yeah. like, what's going on? Oh, <laughs> yeah. We have that in the background, but I mean, this is just, uh, we're professional here. Yeah. Yeah. Even when I freeze, you know, it's it, it's a it's a hell of a show. I was like, what the hell's going on? Okay. <laughs> thought, I thought I was freaking out. I was like, all right, cool. I, I am back. I'm here. Yeah. Yes. Glad you're back. We're missing less. Less will be back hopefully next week. Um, but uh, we are thinking about him, and then hopefully he comes back stronger than ever. Less Gonzalez. He does go to the gym. He does go to the gym. You're correct. Um, he's going to come back even buffer than he used to be. Swole. How's everybody doing, man? Boo, I'm going to start with you. You haven't been here in a while. How you doing, bud? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Glad to be back. Glad to be back. I've been, I've been nurse ratchet. I've been nurse ratchet for a little bit. You know. Uh, uh, Brittany's feeling better, so that's good. good. So I'm that's glad great. to be back. Yes, glad to be back. Glad yes. to be talking to you guys. Some things, uh, some strikes have ended, so 
things are coming back with me. So that's awesome. So yeah, so good stuff. A lot of lot to talk about. You know what's coming back? That's what's coming. That's what's coming thank, back. Thank God. Yes. I yeah, we I played have. it a couple of times with it when you weren't here, just because as as a tribute to you. We played it a few times when you weren't here too. Yes, yeah. yes, you did, <laughs> you bastards. But we did, we did add one though, Boo, and the guys love this one. Hmm. Yeah, that's a strong yeah. one. Yeah, it is. That's, that's a strong powerful. stream too. A strong stream. Mm. Just don't cross them. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of strong, strong streams, King Tom, how are you, bud? Uh, more pressure filled than ever. <laughs> no, I'm, Me, I'm good. Yeah, good. It's uh, you know a non chemo week, so I'm living it up. And then uh, next week I'll be in hell, but that's okay. I only got hey. six of these six of these uh, rounds left. Hey, you're a fucking trooper. King Tom did two Patreon episodes, one with Randy about Weezer and the Green Album. It's Randy's favorite album, evidently. Uh, he loves Island in the Sun. Uh, he has a shirt that just says Island, and on the back it says In the Sun. Uh, but we also did a, a uh, episode of Alderaan from Alderaan to Airwaves, episode four. So check that out. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Great times. We missed doing it. So we're going to continue that. We've, we've done four episodes. We're only at where the, the droids, um, uh, R2, R2 escapes. Yeah. Get yeah. bought and R2 escapes. That's where we're at. All right. It's like a 18 hour uh, radio drama, by the way. So we'll have content for a while, guys. That's for sure. <laughs> Um, I'm glad you're doing good though, but Randy, how you doing, bud? How's how's your week? Doing well, man. And yeah, it's a good week. It's all very good weeks. Holidays are upon us. Yes, Thanksgiving, which is Boo's favorite holiday. Yes, it is. Yes, it yeah. is. Thank God. Thank God it's here. I'm looking forward to it. Give me all the turkey, all the ham, the stuffing. You, you can keep the cranberry sauce. I, I don't need the. Cranberry. Yeah, I'm not into the cranberry sauce either. But I'm not into the turkey either. I'm into the ham. I'm into the stuffing and all that stuff and the green bean, um, green bean casseroles. I almost said carousel. Green bean casserole. But yeah, I'm not into the turkey as much. But hey, I'll eat it. I'll gobble it. Get it? <laughs> Eric, how you doing, bud? I was really good until that gobble. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, Thanksgiving's one of my favorites too. So I'm real stoked on that. Uh, everybody at the in the house is getting in the holiday mood. We already got a tree up. Yeah, so do I. Oh, oh right. Put ours up today. Yeah, yeah I put I put up mine two days ago, and Lorena wants me to put up the lights. Here's the cool thing: I never took the lights down, so all I have to do is plug it back in. But I refuse to do it because I don't want to be that dickhead on the block that is the first one with the lights. So I'm waiting for somebody else to like put on a light. It's outside. November. If you do it in October, I think it's a problem. November, I think you can get away with it. Mm, yeah. It's really close to Thanksgiving also. You know. Yeah, I'm kind of waiting. I'm kind of waiting, you know? All, like, the big uh, advancements in human society, someone had to take the first step, man. You're right. <laughs> it's a good way yeah. of looking at it. That is true. Somebody has <laughs> to be an innovator. Yeah. Well, next, I was <laughs> supposed to, I wasn't going to be, I wasn't going to be on next week because I was supposed to be on a cruise for eight days into the Mexican Riviera. Oh, you vacation? Then, oh, that's cool. Wait, hold on, hold on. My vacation kind of got canceled because Carnival sent me a message on my email saying, sorry, your cruise is canceled, <laughs> um, which kind of sucks. But one of their jet propellers or something is damaged on the, it's a brand new boat too. And they can't port where they're supposed to port. So 
um, last minute. They've canceled it. They gave us a full refund. But here's the cool thing. They gave us an entire cruise for free, which is $4,000 worth of a new cruise. Right. So we got our cruise canceled. So I was kind of like, you know, cool. We just chill. Right. But you know, your sister, Boo, there's no such thing as chilling when there's time off. So she decided Ooh. to book a trip to Vegas <clears throat> this Sunday to oh, Wednesday. That's oh, that's not that it. Sucks. Then on, I get home Wednesday, Thursday, flying out to Maui. That so a, that's got to be rough. Uh, yeah, you got, yeah, you got yes. really rough. Vegas and Maui. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> how do you, how do you have time to like? How do you even have like the motivation to do the show with all the? That's what I said. Like, how am I going to edit? Hard, how am I going to hang out with these have. guys? Right. I was planning on a couple more of those Alderaan airwaves, but now I have to go to Maui. How long are you going to be in Maui <laughs> it's for? Damn. I know. Uh, I think like four days because we have that timeshare right oh. on the ocean. So we're like, we're going to. Well, here's the deal. The, the tickets to Maui were super cheap. They were like 100, 190 bucks round trip or something. Mm-hmm. So we're like, let's just go. You know, I didn't say let's go. Lorena did. I'd be content staying here. You know what I mean? You know me. In the, in the trenches. You know. Yes. Yes. With your men. Working on Patreon content for our Patreon mm-hmm. members. Uh, so, But I think I'm, it worked out where I, I'm not going to miss a show, which is awesome. You know, which is cool. Thank you. Um, yeah, you're we'll welcome, guys. I was thinking about really you. really long next week. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yes, that's true. That's true. Um, all right, cool. I'm glad everybody's doing great. Um, we have some box office news and watch some cool stuff. So uh, let's do box office. Here's Johnny. I know it was you, Fred. Weekend box office results from Rotten Tomato. The Marvel wins a weekend. With the lowest MCU opening, the superpower team up earned $47 million in its debut, dramatically lower than the last five MCU releases, placing it at the bottom of the franchise. What a what a what a kicker of a of a of a uh, clickbait there to get you to <laughs> fuck Marvel. The Marvels uh, $47 million, five nights of Freddy's, nine million Taylor Swift, the Ares Tour, 5.9, Killers of the Flower Moon, 4.6. So um, a non-spoilery review. I don't know if anybody else has seen it, but I know King Tom has. Yep. So King Tom, what'd you think, buddy? I liked it. Uh, it wasn't like the greatest movie ever. It wasn't this, you know, really strong character study, whatever. I don't know what people are saying when they're saying the MCU is dead. Uh, it was a fun superhero movie. And that's really, I think, at the base level anyone should be expecting from a Marvel movie to begin with. Um, you know, it, it it told the story of these three heroes. And they in the way they interacted, it was it was a lot of fun. It was there was development there for each of them, and you, you saw what they went through. Um, you kind of have some, you know, going into something like this, you have questions like, you know, why hasn't Carol come back to Earth? And uh bonded with Monica. There's a reason for that. Um, you know, there are reasons for why she's been out in space for so long. And uh, one of the things I really liked about it was it totally ignored Secret Invasion. Um, oh, there was a, that's fantastic. There were like one or two things established in Secret Invasion that totally the opposite here. Um, you know, uh, Sam, Sam Jackson, Nick Fury was not the 
morose motherfucker he was in Secret Invasion. He was the Nick Fury that we're used to. Um, and it, it, it was a good story. And there is uh, a, a one end credit scene. It's the mid credit scene. And uh, I really I liked that, too, even though I don't think it's the future of the uh, you know, we're going to be seeing the specific scenes fall out in the future of the MCU. Uh, it's nice to see. It's nice to see acknowledged. Nice. Okay. So you recommend it? Yeah, of course. Okay. Okay. I mean, right. go in expecting a fun super superhero movie, and you won't be disappointed. I'm expecting to see Martin Scorsese level of entertainment when I go to a superhero movie. A Scorsese, you, know? you got to give it Scorsese. The... Well, yeah. it's funny because there's all kinds of things out there where. You know, it it it's, it didn't do well because, yes, what happens when you just make leads that are women in Star Wars and Marvel and you're ruining these franchises and flicks and all that stuff and women can't be leads. And Well, let's not forget what the, the highest grossing film of the year was, by the way. Uh, it was Barbie, which was, uh, I would say, a, a lead female of the utmost. It made $1.4 billion dollars. Right, and by the way, Taylor Swift's not doing half bad. Also, in her Eras tour on on the film, and her tour like did a billion dollars. So don't give me that shit. You know what I mean? Like it's just so ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I know. I want to see it. I love the girl that plays Miss Marvel. I really yeah, enjoyed Miss Marvel. I thought was it was great. phenomenal. Did she steal the show in this? Because it on the previews, it feels like she is going to steal the show. Did she? Like, yeah, I think she had the most range out of all the three there was one big scene that stole the show didn't really involve her though oh son of a bitch okay all right Ooh. all right all right now i'm not gonna watch it no i'm just kidding well i'm glad you enjoyed it did did, did uh anybody else watch anything Nothing new I, in my typical fashion. I go back and rewatch crap I've watched a hundred times. And yeah. we started watching The Office. And, oh, you know, okay. I haven't watched The Office tons of times. I think I've actually only <laughs> seen the entire series once all the way through. And I haven't finished as, it. As we're watching it and we're right up the front and first into the second season, watching this whole dynamic between Jim and Pam and like, it's dumb, you know, because I'm married to her now and I have been for, you know, several years. But like that was my story with my wife oh, 20 something years ago. And I moved away. Right. I moved away because I couldn't stand her being with somebody that wasn't me. And I got married to somebody else and it was a whole thing. And oh, so, like, shit. Watch, okay. there's a lot of pain for me watching this, even though I know how it's going to end up. It's still. Like I was super uncomfortable during parts of it because it like struck a chord with me so badly. You know, wow, was, that's that's wild. crazy. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, yeah. I was in love with Amanda before I ever moved away from uh, where we grew up, and she was with a buddy of mine, and I, he was so bad to her, and I sort of tried to, you know, nudge it, just just see what's up, girl, kind of thing, and. I ended up getting married. She was at my first wedding and she makes fun of me for it still. Oh, she was? She oh, shit. Bad. And I was like, well, I was. I knew I made it, had made a mistake, but I felt like I couldn't get out of it. But right. you know what, man? Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. All these yeah. years later, yeah. now we're married and we have a great life and we have two kids. It's like everything happens for a reason, bro. Yep. That's awesome, man. And, and speaking, it's a good segue. I 
we went to pizza and beers again last Thursday, and and Randy and Sal told me to watch this show called Upload. So I started watching oh. it, and it's produced, nice. I think, and written, or maybe produ- executive produced showrunner is the one Greg guy Daniels. from The Office, Greg Daniels. Uh, and it's on Amazon Prime, right. and definitely not what I expected, but I am enjoying it. I'm really enjoying it. Um, it's got a. How far got, did you get into it? I'm I'm only like four up, three or four episodes in, but I have my theories of mm-hmm. how the car crash happened and all that stuff. Yeah, I will say that I think that first season moves so well. Like every episode mm-hmm. feels like there was like some kind of like cool revelation or like idiosyncrasy about the world, like how it deals right. with like this like weird like post capitalist kind of like approach to the afterlife. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's you want to explain? Really, really cool. You want to explain to them like real quick what it's the gist of it? Yeah, it's like supposed to take pay- place in like a uh, twenty forty where mm-hmm. people are able. Uh, corporations have made like server farms that are digital versions of the afterlife, but with all the uh, trappings of like corporate America, like sponsored by like there's ads and stuff, mm-hmm. and different different companies have different tiers with uh like uh the class of where you go to have your afterlife like there's uh one of the uh and there and there's a tons of like uh the server i think they're on is oscar meyer intel yeah and there's just yeah. a bunch of like just like weird like mergers and stuff but it has a uh, a lot of like cool <laughs> like dystopian like humor it does. Yeah, it's very it's very like witty and smart and happy, but it's very dark overtones if you if you like peel yeah, it back. Yeah, if you've seen like The Good Place, it's kind yeah. of similar to that in like the tempo of it, but I think it's a little bit smarter at least in that first season definitely. I watched uh that this week as well and got past uh the uh third season. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I was surprised there was three seasons. Like, wow. It seems like a yeah, show I'm that surprised it w- would take off on that long. Yeah. yeah. And 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 question for you. So before you die, you have the option to be uploaded or not. Like, and I, I love that's the biggest thing is if you're religious and you believe in heaven, do you make that choice? And I I, I really like how they put that in there. Kind of, do you make the choice of risking it? <laughs> but if you have true faith, do you not do it? So. I kind of like well, uh, at that, that point. The point in the show, like there, it's a thing that's too expensive for most people to do mm. because it's like an ongoing, like uh, monthly yeah, so, fee to be right. stay on this server right. and have all the uh, all the things they give you. So it's Correct. not even a right. thing that like the regular person can afford. And one of the big storylines in the true. first season is that the, the daughter dad. of yeah. uh, this man is she's working at that company to try to afford the discount. They can get him on that server, but he doesn't want to because he wants to go where yeah. his wife went and he, he's a religious yeah. man. Yeah. He wants to go to heaven. So yeah. it's, it's an interesting way they uh, deal with that. Yeah. And check- like, they kind of, they ask the question of like, kind of what is consciousness? If this thing is a collection of all your thoughts and they do it in a way that doesn't seem like, oh, no, duh. Like it's uh, they actually present it in an interesting way. Yeah. It's pretty smart. Yeah, yeah, so thank you for that reference. Definitely. Um, yeah, and then I got to watch. Um, I, I text. Uh, I text uh, Randy and Eric about this. A great documentary. Boo, you should check this out. And King Tom, I think you'd enjoy it too. Um, it's called Squaring the Circle. I have a uh, trailer for it. Let's see here. What I love about vinyl is the artwork. 
is the poor man's art collection. Hypnosis created the most important artwork in the world. All that work has stood the test of time. London was lawless in the late 60s. Everybody was smoking dope, sitting around listening to music, and I was introduced to this guy with long hair. Storm was like the leader of this pack. It came as a double act, but they were like chalk and cheese. I'm described by some as really awkward, by some as a narcissist. He was insufferable. He could be really crabby. <laughs> Storm and I were joined at the hip like brothers. They came in, they became a part of us. By the mid-70s, the money was gushing in. I mean, they're hucksters. They are a bit shady. That record came out of the reject box. This is a famous box with all the ideas that no one else wanted. If Pink Floyd didn't take them, three weeks later they'd appear on someone else's record. And there's a picture of a lobster. Paul McCartney used that one. <laughs> I think I'll have to talk to someone about that. The work was the most important thing of all. We were relentless and obsessed. They were always off the wall, always doing the unexpected. The only way to make it look for real was to set him on fire. Storm said, we'll just get a picture of a cow. Paul McCartney called me up and he said, I want to put it on Everest. They represent the golden age of the music business. It was the most expensive cover look we did. That cover was better than the album. <laughs> So yeah, it's the two guys that's that are responsible for some of the greatest covers in rock history. And if you are into that kind of stuff and rock and roll, I mean, you have Jimmy Page, you have Paul McCartney, you have Robert Plant, you have Peter Gabriel in this thing, you have Paul McCartney, obviously. Um, yeah, it's it's the who's who of back then, um, and the, it's the story of how it all came together. It's pretty interesting. So yeah, definitely check it out, especially if you love music. It, it, it was really such good. a it was really good. So on Netflix, so an Anton Corbin, who, um, if you don't know who he is, he used to direct all the Depeche Mode videos back in the day. And then he got to do a movie called Control about Ian Curtis. And then he became a movie director. And he's he's actually uh, done some some su su successful stuff. So it's it's done really well. He's like, uh, I was going to say, also, it's kind of a trip. Uh, like Phil Hartman has done a ton of Ameri covers. America. He did every America album. Mm -hmm. which is which is crazy yeah so uh really cool man really really cool so i would really um yeah advise you to check it out if you're into that stuff album artwork is a bit of a lost art at this point um oh yeah they talk they talk about that they talk about that yeah and it's a shame because man i can remember being a kid and picking up a record and just staring at it trying to imagine what is this going to be like you know, yeah, you I think, have, like the ventures as an example. Yeah. That Sergeant Peppers, man. Have these records that were just chicks in bikinis, and all they did was do guitar instrumental covers yeah. of popular songs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude. It's wild. Yeah, it was some of my favorite, like the like uh my favorite album cover ever is Permanent Waves by Rush. I, I love that album cover. I love moving pictures. They also had trippy cool album covers but 
But Animals is great. Yeah, I, I used to love, and I still have a bunch of records that I've collected, the ones that I love, um, the covers-wise. But uh, Noah Gallagher from Oasis mm. is in that thing, and he said that that album covers are a poor man's art collection. <laughs> right. And, and it makes so much <laughs> sense, especially back then. And we don't get that anymore. And they talk about how that started to go away with New Wave and when Duran Duran came out and bands like that, mm-hmm. wham, they stopped spending 150000 on these guys to make their covers. They just took covers of their faces, you know, good looking guys. Right, right. And they just try to sell them that way. And then now um, you get them on your phone, you know, you get a little picture on your well, phone. Even so, so like the, um, the amount of like ingenuity and creative like motivation it took back then to make something that was something you hadn't seen compared to now, like anyone with, you know, the right tools can make something interesting. Right. But like back then you had to have good ideas like to, and you had to think really outside of the box. Yeah. The wish you were here album cover that you're talking about uh, with the guy burning, it's an, an iconic album cover. The album is about, getting wrecked by your bands getting annihilated by record record labels, right? Just like stealing every Mm -hmm. bit of money and everything. So he wanted to have those two guys came up with the idea of having a guy burn while he's in the, giving a handshake. So they actually burned the dude. Yeah. And they show, they show it, man. They got a stunt man and it wasn't, it didn't go well. It didn't go well at all. Uh, I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. There's a scene um, that just seeing the dark side of the moon reminded me, uh, and Bluey, there one of them has an iPod on their shoulder, and if yeah. you look close, it's the dark it's side the of the moon, But instead of a triangle, it's like a dog bone. Oh, that's awesome. the, the, it's uh, it's that is just real subtle. That's awesome. Man. Like that's cool yeah. that cool people make that show. Yeah, that is cool. So yeah, check that out, guys. That'd be cool. Did Eric, Eric? Did you watch it? Oh, you, you talked about it already. Yeah. So we're all good. Everybody watch. Um, uh, oh yeah, King Tom. I, finished loki season two. Oh, oh yeah nice. okay okay i heard i haven't finished it i haven't watched i'm gonna watch it all together but i've heard that the finale is great yeah i think so okay okay yeah no, I've, I've heard the same thing too i'm surprised that yeah. your reaction just kind of like yeah it was all right everyone no, seems I, to say like that is like the saving grace like it started off kind of slow yeah. but at the yeah, end it was just what like I've oh heard. my gosh it yeah. didn't uh, so i think i said earlier uh, you know, it, some of the stuff early on in the season was weird, like shooting the thing up to the thing and getting here before there. And then this other this group of judges, it didn't make that make sense. But I it, so I don't understand why they spent so much time with that, okay. uh, if only to show, you know, what the TVA was going through. But I liked what they did with that last episode and, and where it went. Yeah. OK. Nice. You yeah, saw it too, nice. Eric. You saw it. Yeah, there's some really oh, okay. cool ideas in it, and um, like there's sort of this whole Groundhog Day thing, but like cranked up to a billion that I yeah. loved. And Tom Hiddleston, man, it, it, look, the dude's just a great actor. He's great mm-hmm. as that character, and it, just like watching his arc in this was really, really something. And I will say this: that uh, seeing. I, I so what I did is I realized I had only vaguely paid attention to the second episode. So last Friday I just sat down and watched two, three, four, five, six, boom, boom, boom. Watching it in that fashion serves that show well. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Watching okay. one That's- after the other is better than watching them piecemeal because it, okay. yeah, it's yeah. just a better 
experience. Okay, good. Well, that's what I'm definitely going to do. All right, great. Well, since we're talking about Marvel, let's really quickly watch this trailer that dropped. It was What If Season 2, correct? That dropped. Mm. Um, I haven't seen it, so uh, let's check it out together, guys. This kid puts on quite a show. I have eyes on the target. He does not look all that threatening. Looks can be deceiving, your highness. Are you sure you do not want any backup? Is that supposed to be, uh, what's his face? Who is that Guardians? kid? Oh. So these Guardians? Like, uh, like if he like would have stayed on Earth? Oh. Yeah. You thought the story was over. I mean, I could be wrong, but, but that was, was hella, right? just beginnings. Yeah. I don't do sequels. Oh. Normally. But things have gotten cool. a little twisted. How cool is this? In the multiverse. Is that Gamora? Mmm, that's Valkyrie. Who is this handsome dog? <laughs> uh, that's awesome. That's great. Oh, nice. Adam? Oh, is that him? Yeah, is Adam Warlock? There's some cool definitely oh the hall. Nice red. Doctor Strange. I've been looking for you for a long time. Time, time, time. Who's that? Time. Should it be, be America? I don't think America. I can bear to marry. America Chavez. What might happen next? Oh, oh is or that what that's supposed Or Echo. Every episode for nine straight oh, days. Nice. That's oh, wow. pretty cool. That's, yeah. Very cool. All right. So Very it's coming nice. out Christmas time. Very cool. Holiday. Yeah, hey, I'm down. Cool. I love the first season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that especially really now cool. with like the kind of where they're at with like all these like new characters that have been introduced but don't have like uh they're like claws dug in like to some lore. They can mm-hmm. have, they can do some really cool things. That's I'm way more excited for that than I expected it to be. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. All right, cool. Well, let's uh jump into uh some Star Wars. There is some Star Wars talk, guys. Let's do it. Greetings. This is Grand Admiral Thrawn aboard the ISS Chimera. You are currently listening to The Sith List. I know a great deal about you because of this artistic choice. May warrior's fortune smile upon your efforts. Well, well, well. Let's talk real quick about probably the main thing before we get to the High Republic is uh, Taika Waititi gave an update on his Star Wars movie, did an interview with Ash Crossan, friend of the fandom, with E.T., and he's like, yes, I'm still working on it, blah, 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 kind of all the things you would expect, right? It's got to be good. We got to get the right thing, so on and so on and so on. But then, in Variety, this is where everybody's going. He says he can't say much about the film, but he said that 
it will be a Taika YTT film. It's gonna piss people off. Oh, I like that. And of course, and as you would expect, the reaction is exactly what you would expect. I looked at the tweet from Variety about that, and I have never seen so many blue check marks in my life in the comment section. And I gave up even reading them because, you know, it they ranged from uh, way to go ruining uh, yet another beloved franchise and into... Um, well, I'm not going to. I thought it. it's been ruined. Yeah, I'm not going to go see it. So why does it matter to me? Blah blah blah. And right. it's like if he does that, it's like when people comment on some post about Taylor Swift, for example. I wouldn't go see uh -huh. this. Blah blah. That that does not make you sound intelligent. You just 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 don't comment. That's a bigger statement than anything else. But anyway, yeah. That, why do I care about that? But let me like take time out to tweet about it. Yeah, but that's where. <laughs> things are with that so hooray hooray yeah um hey man I'm, I'm glad i'm glad he's taking his time he says he's taking his time that's cool yeah and i mean i think that listen he's gonna make the movie he's gonna make and he's one of those guys that because of his because of what he's done and because of his um uh like professional equity if you will his cred He's mm -hmm. not going to, they're not going to push him the same way they ha did like the Lord Miller and um, Gareth yeah. Edwards. You know, it's going to be different. And maybe, maybe we'll get a movie that's, I don't know, that not everybody likes. But listen, there hasn't been a Star Wars movie yet. They haven't been able to find something I liked about it. And that's what I do is I go to the parts I like and I enjoy them and hooray for me. And so, you know, <laughs> I bet it'll be good, man. But yeah, yeah no, I, I think I, like we're talking about like having like directors kind of like do their things. He's definitely one of those directors. The only thing in his case, though, like I like 80% of the stuff he makes, but that 20% where he's not like there's not someone like kind of like steering the lane and he makes like a love and thunder. I like I you wouldn't want that version of Taika Waititi. You want the one who has a little bit more like clever ideas and a self-control. Right. Yeah. I, yeah, I agree with that. Well, and I hope that his commentary about, I want to take my time and really put a lot of thought mm -hmm. and effort into this. I hope that's what that translates into. Um, and I mean, listen, I'm not so sensitive that I can't stand this, but I will say in a franchise that's met with like the pushback that it has that, um, I don't think that's a marketing ploy I would lean into super hard, but um, mm -hmm. I mean, he said what he said and I, I am still excited for it. And listen, people are going to be pissed off no matter what movie they put out. Yeah. They, no I don't think what, this, this honestly matters, man. Like if it's a good movie, people will show up and watch it. Like people hated, if we're talking about like MC, like people hated miss uh, captain Marvel movie made a, a billion dollars. And like, mm -hmm. he, and if you just took the narrative, you would assume that's the worst movie ever made and they mm -hmm. went woke and they went broke, but that's not true. So like if a movie's good, they like that go whole broke. narrative, mm -hmm. yeah, like yeah, if they man. really want to do something good, they should really, amb ambivalence is a very strong tool. They should really learn how to exercise. <laughs> right. I want it to be batshit crazy. 
I, I would love it yeah. to be totally different and crazy and normal. Like out of, just out of the, the logo was insane. It was very much like Life of Brian-ish kind of, if I remember correctly, when they first showed the logo back in the day when Kathleen Kennedy, it was very Monty, Monty Poth, yeah. Python-ish. So I was like, dude, that'd be amazing if it's that shit crazy. That'd be amazing. So, hey, I'm down, man. Yeah, I could do your thing, bro. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Real quick, video game news. Um, I, I meant to actually talk about this a couple weeks ago, but um, there's some Minecraft DLC from Star Wars called Path of the Jedi, and it's like actual, like kind of a story mode. Um, it, because there's a lot of um, worlds that you, Star Wars worlds that you can get in Minecraft store already. But this is like, um, like there's a whole training element to it and everything and it looks pretty cool man i mean minecraft has been around forever and like my son's super into it off and on you know he'll drift away from it and then come back and play a ton of it and drift away again but i think this is something that could be cool and it's just cool to see you know a star wars video game uh there's not enough of them that's awesome yeah that's very speaking cool speaking of uh fallen order guy nominated for a couple of uh game of the year awards yeah um, oh uh, nominations uh Dang. um uh, not fallen order but uh what's the survivor. other one? survivor 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 yeah i couldn't, I couldn't yeah. not yeah. think of it but people were upset yeah. that it didn't get uh nominated for game of the year right it's not it's not game of the year it's it, not game of the material quality, come on. it's a very good game yeah. It's very but, good game. Yeah. But it's not that level. And one yeah. thing, and I know we talked about this, but I do want to throw it out there. You know, people were really excited about because they Jedi Fallen Order was great. And like I said, Jedi Survivor came in and did what everything else like like it took everything that was good about Fallen Order and just ratcheted it up to even better. Right. But it, it didn't. It didn't feel like a hundred percent a current gen console game, and sure enough, there it's going to come out on last gen consoles, PS4 oh, right, and yeah. Xbox One, and um, yeah. I mean, hot, hooray for those people! But you know, at this point, what we really want is games that are taking full advantage of the technology of these expensive consoles <laughs> because right. th those consoles, and this is pretty nerdy, so I won't spend a super long time on it, but those consoles came out at the worst possible time when, you know, COVID was a, was hitting hard and uh, all of these things go down. And so we've seen a very slow adoption of, uh, like current gen console only stuff. And if mm -hmm. like time, if history repeats itself, this will be a short life cycle for this generation of console before the next thing comes out. And it's like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love my Xbox series X. It crushes my Xbox one X, but you know, it, it come on, make some games that take full advantage of all that hardware that we paid money for. Kind of, you know, that's well, sort of I, I think take. that's coming because, like, um, for example, that Robocop game just came out right now, and it's one of the first, like, uh, larger examples oh. of games running on UE5, the same thing that they're using, like, to do a lot of the CG work, uh, with <laughs> the um, what's the circle thing that they the volume, uh, the, the volume, volume. The, the same engine that they use to uh, make that. So, there's going to be a, a lot of people who are developing stuff that's just 
coming out now and this is going to be the first like push of that engine so i think we got a good at least like four or five years of these consoles where they're just going to play around with what seems like a pretty scalable engine right well that's cool yeah uh yeah because unreal 5 that's the the jump that it took from four is apparently pretty astounding so um mm. anyway just i just want to throw that out there my little complaint if you will but i just want I more think, star wars games i think mm. outlaws is going to be that game though yeah oh yeah that's right uh, that's going to be a good one just judging taking like advantage of hard drive speeds and stuff being able to load into a new spot like instantly not having like you can move from planet to space that's wild man jesus yeah so i'm playing starfield right now which is nothing like star Mm. wars so if you're like oh i could use a space game blah 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 but it was a day one game pass release and it's been really good it's yeah it's there's a lot of sameness to it though and there's a lot of like hey that's a really cool cut scene that's plainly covering up a load and then there's still load time you know (laughs) come on I expected more mm. from that, especially since like add-on storage for the Xbox Series X is ridiculously crazy because it's a proprietary yeah. solid-state hard drive. You know, it's, right. But I mean, I've got, I'm just using the internal storage on it still. Uh, quick, quick Jeez, uh, short tip for anybody who's into gaming, by the way. Um, if you've got a like at least I'm an Xbox guy. So if you've got an Xbox series X or, I mean, even a, um, a series S your, your hard drive space is limited. Hook a USB drive to it and shuttle your games back and forth. Don't uninstall them. Just offload them to the drive. It will let you do it. It'll just tell you, you can't run this from here, but that way you're not having to redownload the whole thing and install it. When you decide you want to play dead by daylight with your buddies you know, just shuffle them back and forth. It's so much faster. And you can get like a yeah, WD. And you can even get like a, or yeah, like you can get like one of those M.2, uh, like hard drive prices that went down so much. You can get like an M.2 uh, PCI 4 and just get like the little casing that'll plug into a USB C. And you can yeah. get those for like $120 for like four terabytes, like insane, yeah. like large sizes. And yeah, just sh- shuffle them back and forth. You can't play them off of there, but your game library could stay huge and you don't have to worry about, oh God, I got to download this for half a day before I can install it. So anyway. Scanning for dorks. Dorks detected. You got that right, Jack. So King Tom, <laughs> we're going to need you to take this next part. And that is the High Republic Republic stage three. Yeah, phase three. Phase, um, sorry, phase. That's okay. So they, uh, comics f- involving phase three have been kind of c- filtering out over the past uh, few weeks, but the first novel of phase three kicked off to, uh, yesterday. It's called The Eye of Darkness, written by George Mann, and it, um, it's, it's a full-length novel. It's a very quick read. Oh. Um, and it, you know, phase, so what they did with the High Republic, uh, phase one um, starts off. Uh, and then at the end of phase one, this big disaster happens. Phase two, true Star Wars fashion, takes place 150 years before phase one. So uh, it, it was a prequel, but phase three takes place a year after this big disaster. Uh, and everything is pretty much fucked for the Jedi. Things are not looking good. 
Um, and you know, fa- they've said phase three, real world time. It's not going to end till twenty twenty five. Well, okay. uh, the, the other the other two phases took about a year, year and a half for each. But it's really good because you know you pick up, you solve some of the biggest. Okay, did they live? Did they die? Um, type questions, but also it pulls in uh, a lot of background and even characters that were featured in phase two. And oh, okay. What one of the main characters in this book? He was involved in phase one, but he was pretty old. And he was kind of a legend. And in phase two, you got to see why he was a legend. And then here, you know, he's kicking ass. So it's, and he, he's a good character too. Uh, but it's just, it's, it was a really strong book. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, going to be honest, I haven't been a big fan of this author's other work, but he won me over with this one. So okay. it, was, it was a very good way to begin it. Question. Uh, first of all, thank you to Penguin Random House. They sent me the audiobook with our boy Mark Thompson. But the question I have is do I need to? I haven't done any of the phase two stuff. Can I skip phase two and just go to this? Because I kind of want to just listen to this. Yeah, you can. My, my only. Uh, th- there are a few sections where it feels like characters are thinking about something mm-hmm. and they're kind of restating thoughts they had earlier earlier on in the book and also he and this is because i read everything he does kind of restate some of this backstory so if you were to pick up this book or or start playing it you would find out a lot of what you missed or why things are important okay okay and if you have just i can just text you or so that's that was going to be my other thing you could just text me yeah yeah okay because I'm, I'm, I heard Mark Thompson kicks ass on this one, and uh, so I can't wait to listen to this. When you do start listening, let me know. I will. I'm going to start tomorrow, okay. probably. Um, also, by the way, um, I think it was um, oh, Chronicle Books sent over the Mandalorian and Child book. Um, I know that Eric, know, and I think you, King Tom, Jeffrey Brown does all these these cool books. Um, and this thing is rad, dude. This just, I guess it's coming out or it has come out or I don't know if it's come out, but it's really cool. It's got that same humor. All the Jeffrey Brown stuff does and, uh, the Mandalorian child. And also, um, I think they're sending over Darth Sithmas. Uh, it's like a, a little book for kids as well. So if you have kids, the Jeffrey Brown stuff, you probably already know it. Um, this one's coming out. It's really cool. So thank you Chronicle Books for sending that over. Very cool of you. And uh, yeah, anything else in the Star Wars world there, Eric? I don't have anything, man. All right. Okay, well, I think it's uh, it's time, boo. It's uh, We've been waiting a long time for this. <laughs> it's back. Bitsy better be bitsy. Oh, yeah, it's Hick Bike. It's Bitsy, I tell you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's Bits. It's Bits. Uh, I just kibbled my bits. I just saw your comment, by the way, Eric. <laughs> uh, it's only taken me, you know, eight years, seven years to finally get stuff, dude. Oh, Star Wars man. guys are not getting it. Uh, uh, I'll send it over to you, buddy. After, uh, yeah, I'll send it over to you. You'll be the middleman. Yeah. Uh, Using much your charity, you know. I need your secondhand track. I'll record. Yeah. I'll record an audiobook version of this for you. Dude. I'll, I'll, send you I'll send you the MP3. Only if you have Malik, dude. Grogu's lines. 
Look, he's sacrificing himself. He will change. Yes, he will change the diaper. It's IG. <laughs> Instead That's of blowing adorable. himself up. Yeah, it's adorable. Oh, shit. Sorry. Chronicle books. As he just right, huck it. As yeah. he just huck it across yeah. the room. Yeah. Fuck this book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> All right. Go ahead, bro. I'm sorry, bro. No, no, no. You're good. I, I don't have any segues. My segue skills have, have been... Uh, have been put in the uh put in the uh you know the 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 dustbin for a bit so i don't got anything but there's there's been some so i you know it's it always makes me laugh when breaking news happens in in our in our sphere of of geekdom and 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 pop culture and all that so it goes breaking news yeah yeah exactly it goes from thank you it, it goes from Pedro Pascal is being considered for uh, Reed Richards, and oh. he's close to signing a deal. And then, what? like an hour, and, wait, wait, and then like an hour and a half later, he's he's confirmed to be Reed Richards, and he's he's in. Oh, Great. And then, like maybe like four hours later, it's it's. Oh shit! Sorry, I don't know what just happened there. It's awesome. That sounds like Red Dead. Yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> was wow. <laughs> was that, that wasn't Red Dead? No, no. It oh, was, shit. It sounded like Red Dead. That was, that was watching Karate uh, Kid. Yeah, Karate yeah. Kid. <laughs> oh, Karate Kid. Yeah, montage. That's awesome. God, I'm yeah, so sorry. Nice. Oh, it's okay. No, no, no. no, no, no. Pedro Pascal is not going to be the new Mr. Miyagi. Oh, what the fuck? I know. Bummer there. So, yeah, so like I was saying, like an hour and a half after he's in talks, he is going to be Reed Richards. And then like three hours later, it's they're still talking to him, trying to get him to do it. So there's no confirmation. So I don't fucking know, man. It it seemed pretty strong how people came out about it, that it was a pretty, pretty strong chance that he is going to do in the confirmation and stuff like that but there's no beneficial announcement and something that big if it would have already have happened there would i think that they would parade the fuck out of this around so right. take so, it for what you will i i it in my gut i think it is going to happen because it seems to make sense you know i i think it fits you know you put a side by side i'm like i, I could see him rocking mm. the uh the, yeah. the the white the whiteness on the on the temples and stuff like that it, it, I could see it so I think it's pretty strong chance but no official confirmation but it, okay. I think it's pretty cool I heard that they were talking to him never mind this is gonna that's a stupid bit just go on pretend <laughs> I saw it. I saw your head you're like should I should no. I no <laughs> I'm pulling the parachute. <laughs> i saw your face You're like no just no see i need yeah. that i need that filter i don't have that eric <laughs> i gotta learn how you just did that did you know i speak turkish i was <laughs> <laughs> uh, the guy on the on the skydiving plane where they give him the option <laughs> to not jump he's like no fuck it i'm jumping i'm going <laughs> you know yeah fuck yeah i'm out yeah. oh okay. shit He's Keanu Reeves without the uh, without the so the, true the, 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 without the parachute. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Uh, speaking of jumping and and uh, nice, you're back in the ground. You're back failing. Yeah, there you go. So Warner Brothers has jumped out of the plane without a parachute and hit the ground several times this past year and in the past few months. Uh, one of the big things that that they've been. 
uh, raked over the coals for deservedly. So is their squashing of, uh, was it, was it Batgirl? No, no, no. Was it mm-hmm. Batwoman? Which yeah. Batgirl. It? Batgirl. They just squashed the movie for tax purposes as a tax write off. Yeah. They're like, fuck right. it. We're not even going to push it forward. We're just going to chuck it in the vault. Nobody's ever going to see it because we'll make more money or we'll get more money back by not publishing it, not putting the, the marketing and all that behind it. Just fuck it. We'll, we'll, we'll take the dive on it. Well, it looks like they're doing that again with uh, Coyote versus Acme, which is just uh, Coyote versus the um, the Roadrunner. Just right. a, like a live action, half animation, half live action thing. James Gunn was a producer on it. Bunch of other people. Oh. John Cena played somebody in the movie. Just one hundred percent. They went full bore. They pulled the plug right at the end. Said, "Now nah, we ain't doing anything with it." A lot of backlash. A lot of. I'm surprised this got more oh. backlash. Girl, but whatever. A lot of backlash, and now they're they're Warner Brothers is marketing it to different uh, publishers: Amazon, Apple, mm. Netflix. They're all doing sell- streaming. Mm. Yeah, exactly. They're all doing screenings right now to see who's going to uh, pick it up for the price, you know, whatever the highest bid is. An interesting thing about this, there's a congressman who was talking about this and he's like, I think Warner Brothers needs to be investigated because this is a little mm. bit of uh, pre- uh, what's oh, predatory really? practices. He's oh. saying this is like, uh, he, uh, I, I like his quote. He's like, the tactic of scrapping films for tax breaks is predatory, anti-competitive. It's like burning a building down for the insurance money. Didn't think point. of it that way. And I was like, yeah. that's, that's pretty good. Cause there's, you put the effort forward, you sign contracts, you I'm, I'm, I would imagine most of the people got paid for what they're doing, but let's say somebody goes for points on something like this and they decide, no, nah, we're not going to do it. Be like, yeah, good point. I'm getting cheated out of cash here, folks. Nope. So I thought that was interesting. I, I guess it's a great thing that it's coming to the, it has the, uh, the ability. There you go. Yeah. It has the, uh, it has the chance to come, uh, come to light and actually exist. So I think it's an interesting thing and I love the Looney tunes. So it'd be one of those would be like, all right, great. And hopefully Warner brothers stop doing this and other people, maybe other people have been doing this for a long time and other things come to light that, yeah. uh, that deserve to be, uh, you know, put forward. I read uh, that um, bef- before Star Wars was released, uh, Fox actually considered selling it to a like a German company to pretty much do the same exact thing. Huh. And this was as far like because it was released in May. They were in discussions in April to do this. Damn. Imagine that shit. We wouldn't be here. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We wouldn't but, fucking be here. By the way, take a look at the screen. Oh, that's pretty good. So for the listeners, Randy has, uh, I don't know if he's AI'd this thing, but it's me, Eric, and Boo as Han, Leia, and Luke. Don't I look, don't tell, I look awful don't, with blonde hair, though. Don't that's tell sad. him who we are. Don't tell him who we I gotta are. I got to say, Eric looks pretty badass. <laughs> yeah, he does. He does look really good. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's Eric's jaw. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. Eric, that's, yeah, uh, the jaw that's pretty strong. It. And Boo. And you're not too bad of a Leia. Yeah, just just minus the uh, if the go the go to is not good, bro. No, Leia's. Uh, mm. Wow, you've been in prison for 
like a week or I used something. To, I used to look like that in my <laughs> senior year of high school, man. So the hair too? Yeah. Yeah, not the hair, but you know. Just, <laughs> anything else. Hmm. All right. Wow, that was pretty good there, Randy. That was. On the See, uh, Boo Bits makes the creative. Boo Bits, I was like, I was like, oh, let's just do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just throw it out there. Yeah, since there you you're go. talking Warner Brothers. Okay. Don't have it. Nothing. File is mm-hmm. missing. Oh, Sounds bummer. Famous. Yeah. Bummer. Speaking of. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't uh, know any missing file jokes or anything. Something that surprised me, which I was kind of ashamed of myself for being surprised about it. Mm-hmm. Netflix is going to have a Terminator anime series coming out in 2024. What? Yeah. No. That's uh, yes. awesome. That's major, pretty cool. Ma- that is major Terminator fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they said a trailer's coming out soon, which is awesome. You know, uh, Netflix isn't like Amazon where they're like, uh, yeah, the show comes out next month. Here's the trailer for it. And it's like, all, all right, cool. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Right. No, Netflix actually has some, some run up time. So that's pretty cool. That's so true. Cause this upload show we're talking about, I've not seen any advertising for it. And this has been third season on Amazon prime. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's crazy. Bezos that's don't give thing. a shit, bro. No, that's the good thing. He is like, they'll just make a show no. for like four seasons. And they'll be like, yeah, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Catch up right. with it. Yeah. You're exactly. like, okay, cool. All right. Uh, somebody else who's uh, who's going to get an, am- uh, an anime project is uh, the John Wick franchise. That makes sense. Yes. That's what I said. I was like, that's fucking awesome. The crazy mm-hmm. thing is like, I saw this, this little, little headline. And then there was a bunch of people who just like were throwing community ideas for how it should look based off of different anime styles, different studios. And all of them, I'm like, yes, just, just, just give it all to me. I want them all, whatever it is. Just, it just fits so well for that, for that kind of uh, medium. I'm like, yes, yeah, give it, whatever, it really you, whatever ideas you got, hit me with it. So yeah. but you saw the article, uh, you're probably going with to a segue with this, but you saw the article about Netflix cutting though, cutting animation by a third of their projects they're mm-hmm. the whole divisions being cut heavily yeah. which yeah. sucks which really does sucks suck. yeah what is yeah. it uh there's uh what what is uh netflix is one of the bigger ones to tighten the uh tighten the wallet tighten the grip on the wallet mm-hmm. for a lot of yeah. stuff for their animation for their other movies mm-hmm. there's there's something that i did see about it i don't think i saved it but they actually like gave numbers on how much that they're going to tighten the tighten the grip on it yeah a lot yeah, yeah. it's they're cutting the a lot of employees are going to be, um, and movies are going to be cut in, so, yeah. in series. Hopefully, Arcane doesn't. That was a huge success. I think that got a season two. Yeah, two I think or it did. three or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, like well, not an exact number of price, but like Netflix will make fifty movies a year. They're going to cut it down to about half to thirty mm-hmm. movies a year. Yeah, which is you know shitty, very shitty. What else? Do I have anything else? Anything too groundbreaking? Do you see the Avatar thing? The Avatar three got delayed. Oh, Avatar three got delayed again. But he's 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 re-releasing Avatar two again for like a couple days. And also uh, the Abyss. He's going to put the Abyss because it's it's going to get a four K release, and it's also going to be in, in IMAX for like I think like one day. Oh well, yeah, yeah. that's a good yeah. movie. I miss old James. 
I haven't talked about him in a while. Yeah. Fuck you, Jim. You don't give me warnings, I give them to you, remember, because I can back mine up. And you, you piece of shit, you better watch yourself. I haven't seen that in a while, man. I love that. <laughs> that is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, just some quick ones. I I know a lot of people like Superman and Lois. That's going to end with the season four. Oh, Les uh, is a big fan. Yeah. Only going to be. A, it's only going to have the season four, which will air in twenty twenty four. Bummer, but you know that everything's got to come to an end. Anything else? Um. No, no, that's about it. That's about all I got. Hey, man, that's a that's a solid, solid re- comeback for you, bro. All right, had to had to get some uh, some yeah. of the more fresh ones off the chest. Yes, that's what she said. Randy <laughs> came up with an AI picture. Uh, Eric interrupted with some weird sound effect that sounded like a montage from Karate Kid. I mean, we had mm-hmm. some good stuff today. We had some good stuff. So really did. Yeah, got to use the Jane, fuck you, Jane, you know, thing. Um, so, speaking of, well, I'm not gonna, I don't got a segue, but Madam Web trailer, guys. Um, man, okay. Oh. Dakota Fanning, not Dakota Fanning, Dakota Johnson, Don Johnson's daughter is playing Madam Web. And I haven't seen the trailer, and uh, I think we should all watch it together. I'm a, I like her for some, like, you know, I think she's really cute, but a lot of people don't. I don't know. There's something about her I really like. So let's okay. watch. I don't know. Maybe it's good. I don't know. Could be shit. Probably shit. Really. Let's check it out. There you go, Madam Web. Hey, come on. Woke. Get your stuff. Let's go. <laughs> oh, snake eyes. The snake eyes? No. Oh, shit. This is good. Oh, that's not. Spider-Man's an asshole. <laughs> was that Spider-Man? What was that? I think it's a type of Spider-Man. Oh, okay. Like the, the bad a Spider-Man. A week ago, I spent my life racing against time. I'm going to help you out today, okay? Trying to save people who were running out of it. Get me! Until one oh, moment. No. That's Adam Scott. Changed Was everything. it? I think. Welcome back to Volando yeah, Living. It is. Yep. I don't understand what's happening. I've been having visions. I knew he was gonna die. I think I'm seeing the future. New York City's a whole new level of crazy these days. What do you want from me? What is going on here? There's a whole new level of crazy these days. This is an emergency. Get off the train. That man's trying to kill you. What? Who are you? What is going on? I can see the future. Oh, what the hell? She didn't see that coming? That's (laughs) not how it works. I've seen that man before. So who is he? Ezekiel Uh. Sims. He was in the Amazon with my mom when she was researching spiders right before she died. I recognize you. You live in my building. You're the paramedic. Yeah, you almost ran me over. You don't think this is weird? How we're all connected? Honestly, like the least weird thing that's happened all day. Oh, what word? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, no this idea. is um, those girls. Oh, I see. I see. And this does not look He's good. He's trying to change what happens. I mean. Julia, get down! <laughs> this does not look good. It looks Your better than Craven. Jesus. So different. I'd rather see Craven. Oh yeah, that Craven one was bad too. Spider-Man. A bunch of spider women, I guess? There's a bunch of spider women. You're showing off. Maybe a little. This is too woke. (laughs) This is way too woke for me. I don't know. I I thought the trailer... Usually these things fool you because the trailers are pretty good. Mm -hmm. That that one wasn't. Like, the writing was even bad. Some of the scenes with just the dialogue when the four girls were in the forest uh-huh. it was rough the delivery rough, yeah rough man yeah like i i like trippy future site stuff but i i don't know dude i don't i don't know that i could that's gonna be a hard pass on the on the theater i concur bro i concur fully on that one yeah that's um, a red box man it's like it yeah that looked like uh dakota fanning was she, she didn't fit those girls didn't fit with her it seemed like at all like they should have no, put dakota johnson in there instead shit dakota johnson <laughs> fucking dakotas they should have put only fucking, like two of them like they put, south man they should have put crockett and tubs in there i'm fucking i would have watched it <laughs> you my old miami vice fans oh lord yeah that didn't look good no. What are they doing? Just stop. I'm interested in the spider women part of it. Yeah, I mean that. I mean whatever. But I don't. The, I don't expect them to go anywhere with it, though. I think they should get a tax break. Just fucking stop. <laughs> get your credit. Get your credit. Get your credit. If if there's like if if they were to put out trailers for for these movies and be like tax break or no tax break, would <laughs> be like you know what? Take take the tax break. Tax oh wow. Break. Oh wow! That's, that's yeah, Red Dead Strollers there. Red Dead Strollers. Oh, Red Dead it. <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna need you to send that to me. <laughs> I wish I hadn't <laughs> sold my uh, physical copy of Red Dead Two for Xbox. These yeah. are becoming the album covers. Shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Back People then, like just get physical copies and doing these in like yeah. ten seconds. That's my point. It looks like Charlie it's from easy. from uh, Lost though. Yeah, a little bit, doesn't it? It's, it's not the this isn't Does he Penny's have boat. Penny's boat on his hand. Yeah. This isn't Penny's boat. This yeah. isn't Penny's boat. Well, there you have it, guys. Um, Madam Web. Hmm. So, okay, can I ask you guys a question? What's the storyline and connection with with um, Peter Parker? Is there one? Or do they get down? Are they cousins or something? Or uh, do they work together? Like, what do they do? They go to Smash Town. He really throws yeah, the web on her. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. what? I'm just saying. The cinnamon, yeah. the, the roll of the cinnamon. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry, kick top. Go ahead. Uh, I, I'm not like a Madam Web expert, but in the comics, she's this old woman who's blind. Oh. And she's like in this weird kind of electronic web computer thing. Really? Yeah. So I think her so, getting down so the, days are long past. So then, well, yeah, she's so, pretty old. Well, she ain't old in this thing. 
Yeah. No, not in this one. No, no, she's shades they, gray. They, they, uh, oh, well done, bro. Well done. Yeah, I like it. Did you ever watch those Fifty Shades oh, yeah. of? Oh, I didn't see those. Hmm. Yeah, you know, they're movies. They're no Madam Web. Yeah, they're good. All right. Eastern European jizz. All over that movie, I heard, right? No? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of that. A lot of that. All right. See, Boo, this is what happens when you come back, bro. Oh, yeah, my fault. Yeah, I apologize. Yeah, this is all you. This is yeah. all you. Oh, all right. Guys, I think that wraps up. Oh, we're going to play this one. we wrap it up. Boo, let people know where they can find you. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at the Sith List, Boo. Randy, suck it to me. Uh, you can find me on youtube.com slash list where we're going to start doing reactions soon. That's the word on the street. We did a reaction to the Ghostbusters, and we had everybody. Oh, yeah. I made a oh, thumbnail. Yeah. It was rad. I got nice. to include those two guys. It's good times. Eric, I know you're watching this. And you're really intrigued, but where can people find you, buddy? Uh, check out my other podcast, uh, Dinner with the Healers, a new podcast to do with my family. And check me out screaming on Twitch, usually right before we record this show. Disc.tv slash MouseRat2317. There you go. King Tom Chansky, King of All Pods. Where can people find you? Find me on Patreon shows for our friends Steel Wars and Blue Harvest and our Syphilis Patreon. And then on Blue Sky and Twitter at Tom Chansky, where I'll be explaining the higher public tour rush. Yes, cannot wait. And you can find me at the Sithless wherever podcasts are found. Guys, please subscribe, like, and do all that stuff. We'll catch you next week right here on episode number 381 of The Sithless. Find out what's behind these cold eyes.